0: What is up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode number 266's main event of the Smart Out Moment Smack Talk podcast for the week. This is going to be the One to Watch and the Future Endeavors forecast. We're going to break this up into two little parts here, so right now you're checking out the One to Watch for the year. We're going to talk about who we think are going to be the breakout superstars in 2017 for WWE. In whatever capacity that it is, whether it's somebody who is not doing on the best kind of side of things, and they're going to be in one of the most influential stars of the year, or there's somebody who is just getting into the company and they're going to end up really taking some strides forward. We're going to justify all that stuff a little bit later on. But first, I need to introduce to you who is going to be talking on this episode. As always, I am your host, Tony Mango, and I got a little panel that I'm going to be introducing right now, starting off with Kalen Ferris.
1: Hello, Tony. I'm happy to be on the first Tony panel of 2017.
0: Oh, it's nice, isn't it? You get a plaque. Very nice.
1: Also, somebody who gets a
0: plaque, our host, of the, co-host of the year, Stephen Wego. Ah, uh, uh, guys, this is me. I get to host the show. Uh, uh. Seriously. Uh. <laughs> and to round out the panel, we've got Mister Sean Walker.
2: 2017, and I finally got myself a decent microphone.
0: Although Ooh! I can't tell because
3: he's yeah, you can't tell.
1: to say why aren't you going. using it?
3: <laughs> I got a new wow. microphone. But just, I just decided to sit across the other side of the room for some reason.
0: <laughs> <laughs> for reference, Sean started off this conversation with pretty much crystal clear quality, and it went down the shit. <laughs> Midway through, if you start hearing a bunch of buzzing noises and stuff, blame Sean. Blame Wales. The whole country's so far. My country, yeah,
2: my country's terrible. My
0: country. <laughs> so, one to watch. As I mentioned before, it's uh, the superstars. We think we're going to have some standout years and such like that. It doesn't necessarily have to be a main roster or NXT person or maybe even necessarily somebody who's in the company. If we know that somebody's most likely going to be coming into WWE, like maybe Kenny Omega, maybe Kurt Angle is going to end up being in there. And we think that he's going to end up being far better than he ever was before. Highly doubt it. But I want to pitch one idea to people out there just to start off at like kind of the bottom rung. Is there anybody on developmental that you think could end up really making that step forward? Yes.
3: Chris here. <laughs> I can't say that with a straight face.
0: <laughs> we do know Kashi Siono is going to be a part of it now. He already filmed something for, what, like four weeks from now or so? And WWE there's spoiled p- it.
3: Yeah, there's a picture of him standing across the ring from uh, Shinsuke, so I guess maybe they're feuding. From or at least a main event, god damn. Shit, maybe I should say Cashisono. I,
0: I don't think he's gonna have as good of a year as a lot of other people think. As far
3: as developmental goes, Nakamura, I mean shit, who else is gonna have a better year than him him. They're
0: gonna like have their eyes set on him. Well I'm not I'm talking more so even lower than that.
3: I don't
0: know. I don't know any of their fucking names. <laughs> I got a couple of people that I would say to look out for. Tino Sabatelli is one of them. They started using him a little bit more here and there. And I think that they've got kind of, uh, I don't know if I would want to say, like, confidence in him 100%. But using him as somebody on breaking ground, I think that they knew that he was going to end up being pretty decent. And over the past couple of weeks, couple of months, he's been sort of hanging around a little bit more. So I think he's going to be somebody to watch out for. They still haven't used Josh from Tough Enough at all. So I don't know if he's going to really go anywhere.
3: We to release
0: that guy. He might be released. When we get to the future endeavors forecast, we might be talking about him a little bit. I don't know much about a lot of these other people. Chris Atkins. No idea who he is. I really don't know who. Baba Tunde Aibusi? So why are we talking about him? Yeah, He's not one to watch, I'm assuming. But Patrick Clark is another guy. I think that he could go far. And it looks like they're invested a little bit in Tian Bing. But I... Have no confidence. In oh, him that's a really giant fucking out. Chinese guy, right? Yeah, I don't think that this is going to be a big year for him. Kona Reeves has been getting a little bit of attention. He might be somebody to watch out for. They he's haven't used Dan Mayfu. For... Anybody know anything about Tommy End?
3: He's got a great balance. I thought he was on NXT. I don't think he's wrestled yet.
1: I'm not familiar with him.
3: I don't know. I've heard good things. I don't, I've don't. i never seen any of the shit,
0: though. And as far as the women go, I don't really know anything about Bianca Blair, Macy Estrella, I don't know what Sarah Bridges. You know, all those new names that they just popped up with. Uh, Rosie Lotta mm-hmm. from TNA. She's a brand new person that's going to be coming into the mix. I don't really know a lot of them, so none of them stand out to me for a one to watch. But is there anybody else that you guys think of that could be? Highly I doubt can about. tell
2: you something about these women. They're all cunts.
0: And your uh, foundation for that being?
2: Every single woman on the planet is a
0: cunt. Salty Sean Walker.
3: <laughs> all right, so uh, we can see why Sean didn't win host of the year. <laughs> <Yeah>. Probably, <laughs> probably well, all like just, any women watching. Yeah, them. I was about to say, I'm probably only about <laughs> five women and two of them
0: probably identify something else. <laughs>
1: So this is a good podcast to listen to with your kids. Yeah.
0: Also, we know now that Steve Wago is not going to win us. <laughs> oh, yeah. The fucking,
3: yeah, the fucking trans community is such a big
0: part of our fan base. <laughs> All right. So let's bump up a little bit to NXT. Now, we've got the women's division. we got the men's division, the tag team, et cetera, et cetera. Who are some people from NXT you guys think could end up being standout people whether they stay in nxt whether they move up to the main roster i gotta pitch one person that is my overall probably one to watch samoa joe i'm thinking joe is going to go up to the main roster i think he's going to win a title maybe even two i could see him winning either the united states or intercontinental and then later on in the year winning the world title but i think he might actually just go straight to the world title picture and he could be feuding with john cena He could be feuding with AJ Styles if Styles turns babyface at some point, because I think Joe is staying heel. He could have a Roman Reigns feud, an Undertaker feud. Definitely will have a Dean Ambrose feud. He could end up having a lot of different options this year. So overall, that is my one to watch out of everybody, because I think he's going to make that jump, and that's a big thing right there. What do you guys think is the future of Samoa Joe this year?
1: Man, I was going to maybe choose Samoa Joe as my number one one to watch. He has such potential. We've seen the great stuff that he can do in NXT, but I'm just so afraid that they're going to drop the ball once he comes up to the main roster. If Triple H were in charge on the main roster, if Vince were to pass away this year, I would say, yes, this would probably be Samoa Joe's year because we know Triple H has, you know his full support behind him. However, I think he might get the Sami Zayn treatment. I think he might kind of get lost in the shuffle, unfortunately. And Samoa Joe deserves better than that. So, I'm afraid for the future of Samoa Joe right now, and that, it really sucks. Well,
0: Kevin uh, of Owens course,
1: a scenario
3: with that guy because at the same time we've seen him have five star matches, but on the oh, other no. hand,
1: I'm not saying Samoa Joe great. Samoa Joe is wonderful, but no, I'm
3: just saying like you never know how it's going to go with that guy because it's like he has all this ability and then he gets up there and Bits goes, "You're fat."
0: But look <laughs> at look at Kevin Owens though. He didn't do that bad his first year. He won the Intercontinental Title. I think yeah, twice. He figured out the secret. Wear a fucking shirt.
1: Well, uh, Kevin Owens also only was in NXT for, what, six months before they bumped him up? Not too long. And Samoa Joe's been down there, gosh, a year. How long has he been down there?
3: Well, it's a weird case for him because they brought him in as a guy to enhance the younger talent. But then he moved a bunch of merchandise, so they signed him.
0: And then that sort of prompted them to start bringing some other people in, like Bobby Roode, Eric Young... I think that he changed the game for them because they realized, hey, you know what? We didn't value him all that much, and we can get a lot more out of him. So that might make him be painted into the the perfect light for them to go, you know what? He's main roster material, and they can kind of look at him as like one of those saviors of the NXT division kind of a thing. I think he could be in good standing. I still don't know how to pronounce his real name, though. I'm looking at that on the Wikipedia page right now. I'm not even going to try.
2: I can see Samoa Joe entering the Royal Rumble at, like, number 27, have a good showing, and then wins the, under the Giant Battle Royal at WrestleMania or some shit. Because nobody gives a fuck about that.
0: They're Noticeably absent something. from the tapings and stuff from NXT last night, they started booking a bunch of other matches for San Antonio, and he doesn't have a match.
1: Hmm, that is interesting.
0: So, I I think... I mean, it's not following the same pattern as what I thought it was going to be before. I thought we would get Undertaker Styles instead of Cena Styles. And I thought it was like a a 50-50 shot that Joe would end up costing Undertaker the match. Now, of course, that's not going to happen because Undertaker's not in the match. But I do think Joe's going to pop up at that Royal Rumble.
1: Oh, I'd be surprised if he was not in the Royal Rumble.
0: Mm -hmm. Although, in the past, we've had instances where it's like, well, this is a guarantee, right? And then it's like, nope. You know, Daniel Bryan's going to get eliminated real quick and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I know another name people are going to throw out there. Wego mentioned it earlier Shinsuke Nakamura. How far do you think he's going to go this year? I think we're all in agreement that he's going to go up to the main roster at least, right? Oh, yes. yeah, definitely. And depending on how they want to play
3: it with him, he'll either be champion this year or next.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's a guarantee. I could see them holding back a little bit, though. I could see them giving him Intercontinental.
3: Well, what I see there, see is him staying in NXT kind of like a Finn Balor where they want to build the brand around him, get him a bunch of notoriety on their network, then bring him up to the main roster and just throw him into the title picture like they did with him.
1: Maybe. One thing that scares me about Nakamura, though, is his mic skills. Oh, so since he's, he's not God. able to cut the promo. It, well, it's exactly.
3: About, I, can't speak
2: I think he's
1: funny when he fucking communicates with people. Oh, he's funny. oh, it doesn't bother me as a fan, but I think a lot of not only the the crowd and the public are going to be turned off by that, but the backstage, I think Vince won't give him the full support because he's not able to cut those kind of promos.
3: I think it's just the false narrative that like, Oh, you can't be a main event without Mike skills, the fans will reject it. I think, I think that's just the narrative that people hear from backstage. So they just assume you have to have that, but a good booker will hide the weaknesses and show the strengths and, you keep his uh, mic skills to a minimum or
0: non-existent or give him a manager.
2: I think good it's kind of... kind of WWE really, Wiggle? Really?
0: I think it's an oversimplification nice. for them to say that, but I think it's also kind of true because if you look at somebody like a Brock Lesnar, he's not good on the mic, but they had enough invested in him that they figured out a way around it. And I think if you take mm-hmm. somebody who they don't really care all that much about, they're not going to put in the effort. Nakamura, they've been treating him well. So I think that they're gonna kind gotta of give him a pass, but you know if well, Oni Lorcan wasn't good, Oni Larkin wouldn't go anywhere. You know what I mean? If Bobby Lashley had stayed
3: in the company, he would have continued to get pushed, and he would have been a multiple-time WWE champion. And the only thing he could say was no, and he did that fucked up third <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I forgot about that. God damn, he's so- he's actually pretty good at the
0: microphone now. Surprisingly, though. Really? Can he say championship better than Nakamura at least? <laughs> And
3: I can't say that based on his pro wrestling microphone skills. I just hear him talk in MMA and at Bellator, and he's pretty, pretty decent.
0: I haven't heard him talk in. When was the last time he was in the company? 2008? Nine. Nine.
3: That must By the, way, the last I just, time i heard him talk. I just randomly clicked on a pay per view the other night. John Cena versus Bobby Lashley versus Mick Foley versus Randy Orton. What the fuck were they thinking? That's like the <laughs> most random mismatch pay per view to have main event in 2008.
0: Was that like a Columbus of Champions or something, I think?
3: might have been a championship scramble, you know. There might have been an extra guy in there. But what a weird match. I like, I, I just saw the main event. So I'm, I clicked on it. I'm like, really? And I just turned it <laughs> off. I'm just baffled by it.
0: Orton and uh, Lashley and Cena kind of made sense, but Foley get into the mix was just sort of like...
3: Yeah, that was the thing. I'm just like, really? He, he can move that that year? And then I remembered he was TNA champion for little.
2: Yeah, he was. God damn, TNA.
0: All right, so let's throw out some other names from, from NXT. Who do you guys think could end up being good people to watch out for this year? Nakamura again. <laughs> just the second time around. Yeah. I'm I think
1: it's like safe to awesome. say I think it's safe to say The Revival is going to make a main roster debut. Oh, for sure.
0: They have not to. I they think that they could win the tag too. Yeah, but which brand, though?
1: I could Boy. see them going to SmackDown more. Yeah, I would say at this point.
0: I would say SmackDown's the stronger out of the two. I'm thinking they're not going to come up until... Well, they haven't specified yet when they're going to do the draft again, but I think it's going to happen a little bit after WrestleMania. I don't think they're going to wait until as far into the year as they did this year. Because he did it I in, could... what, like, like September or something? Or no?
1: No, it was July. July.
0: I could see them uh, winning back the
3: belts and passing them to 2K7859 and then losing it to the Office of Pain or some bullshit like that. Just be transitional champions.
0: 2 k seven hundred fifty eight sixty though, is better. To the max.
3: <laughs> what the fuck is their team
0: name, by the way? I'm confused as w- whether or not they have a fucking hyphen in it. <laughs> they go back and forth all the time, even on the website. WWE doesn't it's, know if they want to hyphenate it. It's TM something, right? TM61. Why 61? That's weird. Supposedly it's like the... Uh, what's it, like the phone dial code or something for Australia? You know, it's like one, is we put before uh, United Fair, States calls. I think in Australia, it mm-hmm.
3: kills you, so <laughs> it's kind of menacing.
0: But I I don't have a lot of faith in those guys. I don't think. I mean, I think that they're gonna be tag titles. Uh, they're gonna be tag titles. They're gonna be tag champions from NXT. But I don't really like them all that much. They're uh, generic give, indie give them, guys. Give them a year,
3: a couple of years. They're still um, well, they're in developmental for a reason.
0: Yeah, they're not going anywhere though. They're they're sticking in NXT. I think uh, Ciampa and Gargano can move up, but I think that they're gonna be into the cruiserweight division. I don't think that they're gonna really go much further than that. Revival, though, uh Kalen, what you brought up, I think that that's a guarantee.
1: Yeah, I think because they've had so many good matches. Some of the best matches of the year, in a lot of people's opinion, in 2016. So not putting them on the main roster in 2017 I think would be a huge loss.
0: I don't think any other tag teams will come up. Authors of Pain still need a while.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think they're ready.
0: What do you guys think about Hideo Itami? Relationship yeah.
1: I you actually have him on list, my future yeah. Endeavor list. Yeah. <laughs> that Spoiler
0: alert, so do I. So we're going to get to yeah. that a little bit later.
3: I didn't actually think of that until you brought his name up. That's how fucking forgettable he is.
0: I do think but another guarantee sucks. for somebody coming up to the main roster, though, is Asuka. And I actually will even throw yeah. out there, I think Billy Kay and Peyton Royce are going to come up, too. Peyton Royce? Let me say this about Hatsuteo Atami.
3: Very, very talented guy in Japan. <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I have two guys on my on my list, which is uh, Ty for Dillinger. NXT or for and, yeah, NXT. For NXT. Okay. Uh, Ty next. Okay, Ty Dillinger definitely going to call him. I, I hope so. I it's about time. It's about time you on to SmackDown and wins that fucking you know, Intercontinental title.
0: Even he if he
3: just, him. even if he's a jobber on the main roster at this point, just get him up there. Mm-hmm. He's been uh, in developmental forever.
2: And I would like to see Bobby Roode make the step up as well.
0: Roode, it's a tough call though. I think Roode's going to either win that title in San Antonio or he's going to win it at. Uh, Orlando and I think they're going to keep him on there for the whole rest of the year if they move him up I think he's going to come up at the very tail end
3: it's such an issue with him though because of his age and he looks it
0: yeah but I like, who else could really control that brand if you if you move up Joe you move up Nakamura you move up Tide Dillinger. I don't think up it up really brands.
3: matters too much you don't need a guy to carry that brand it's developmental let it figure itself out that's the point
0: Maybe they just yeah. show a real vote of confidence in and... No Way Jose. Because <laughs> we keep talking about all these main,
3: guy roster, main roster guys. Um, the, we've got plenty of guys that can go on the main roster, but they shouldn't be in developmental. That's for the developmental guys to figure
0: out and get to that level. Oh, I'm going to be wrong. You have to have... You have, to have... Oh. Coming back. There you go. Oh, problem solved. Well, totally you know,
2: six months later, is going to be broke. Bankrupt and whatever, and then you got those guys going down to NXT.
3: You know, does Cashew know still stuff? I really uh, He, he doesn't
2: like it. He doesn't like it in the WWE video that they posted on
3: YouTube. It's probably why they're hired him back. Because so I posted that one picture to the Mega Maniacs, which you should join if you want to talk to us on Facebook.
0: Facebook, um, Mega Maniacs. <laughs>
3: um, I forgot what I was saying. No, well. <laughs> About but then again, he was he was wearing a suit? So. Hmm. Uh, Maybe he was wearing one of those fucking things that you uh, women corsets. corset is it? The ones that Girdle. they there we go.
0: Girdle, yeah. You know what I just thought about? <laughs> they need to do this feud at one point. No way Jose versus Cassius Ono. Just because it's oh no versus no way. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Here's a thing. He's called
3: the uh, whole Cassius Ono thing was meant to be about KO. Mm-hmm. They've got one of those. It's called Kevin Owens, and he's much more talented.
0: And his entrance theme sounds exactly like Seth Rollins's. <laughs> huh. It's really awful. Just call him Chris Hero. You've got Bobby Roode and uh, Eric Young and all the other guys you've kept to real names. So. And uh, the the Sears, too. Gerv and Harv Cira, They're using their real names. Uh, well. Nobody cares. <laughs>
3: That's what Bobby <laughs> hey. about, too. Global Force Tag Team right there. I think they were the champs.
0: And Nakamura's <laughs> using his real name. Uh, Last person I have down for NXT to look out for is Ember Moon. I think she's going to win the title from Asuka down the line at some point. Orlando, maybe a little bit later than that, but I think she's going to be that that main woman that they're going to build around. And she's adorable too on Up, Up, Down, Down. Go ahead and check that out. You did your two that you mentioned for NXT, right, Sean? Or was it just Ty Dillinger? Is it the only one that you mentioned?
2: Uh, Ty Dillinger, Robert Rudon, for my woman, I appear Peter Royce.
0: All right, so let's move up to main roster people here. Obviously, I think we're all going to be in agreement about one person at the very least, Braun Strowman.
1: I think he has a big future ahead of him this year, especially with how they've been booking him lately with this Royal Rumble coming up. oh, He's got a big future, all right. (laughs) (laughs) To Cena, right?
0: Oh yeah, and after that, you're gonna have Roman Reigns. Oh, spirit him every week. I got more faith in him. Bronster's been kicking ass lately, and I don't yeah, think so that. Marga, so was Rusev. Oh, they all look good until the main babyface fucking
3: rapes them in the ring.
0: If they set up Strowman versus Reigns at WrestleMania, then all my faith will go downhill.
3: I say oh. do Strowman versus
0: Taker. Hmm. Hmm. That's a
1: vote. The of thing, though, with Cena, he hasn't been around as much lately. He's been more part-time this year, this past year. So if anyone's going to be that brick wall, I would say it's Roman Reigns at this point.
0: It'd be great if it was somebody random as hell. It's like Braun Strowman beats Roman Reigns. They put him in a match against John Cena. He beats him. They put him in a match against Undertaker at WrestleMania. He beats Undertaker. He beats Brock Lesnar. And he loses to R-Truth like Bo Dallas did. <laughs> It'd be great. But
3: I think Strowman isn't... sets the elimination record this year. Well fucking at least looks the most impressive.
1: He did he last tied, year, did last it? year for the, yeah. like, the
0: most eliminations. He might as well break it this year. Oh god. No,
1: because they gave it. that to Roman. So I don't think I don't think they'll do that. Actually,
0: yeah, take it.
2: Take it off Roman. Take everything off Roman.
0: Even his clothes? You
1: heard him Even...
2: first. Yeah. Just get rid of him. <laughs>
0: Strowman, I think, has a long way to go this year. I think he could end up doing very well for himself. I think uh, a feud with, like, maybe not even a feud with him necessarily, but I think that he could be basically their next big show, where he wins a lot of titles down the line throughout his career. And I think this is going to be the year we see him win at least his first title. Maybe a mid-card title, maybe a world title, but I think more so mid-card than anything else. Do you guys think about his Louisiana, talking? He's not doing that bad. He's like, one week he'll be fucking like cringeworthy, and then the next he'll
3: cut a promo and I'm like, god damn, dude.
0: Mm-hmm. Especially compared to like what Eric Rowan used to do, and even Luke Harper's not good on the mic. The mm-hmm. thing I'm is, still I still think he needs to talk.
3: the... I think Strowman would actually benefit from just talking normally. That dude's very well spoken. Instead of doing
0: he... the brah kind of thing. You
3: yeah, can see him. He's, he looks like he's trying to be a pro wrestler. Just be mm-hmm. you. Just be you. Talk as if someone pissed you off in a bar and be real. You don't need to be this larger-than-life bullshit. You're already larger-than-life.
0: Mm. What other main roster people you guys got down? Davari. <laughs> <laughs> I like Arya Davari, but he's not my hes not my no. one to watch for the Cruiserweights. That would be Gran Metalik.
3: Oh, you said it great. wrong.
0: Gras- you pronounced it the wrong. Dee-dee.
3: There you go. I don't like, I don't like him. There's nothing there.
0: I didn't like him at first. And I watched all that Cruiserweight Classic stuff. And I slowly but surely ended up liking him quite a bit. I think they're holding him off specifically to make him a big guy. Yeah,
3: I've had, had to pick a Cruiserweight. I'm picking Neville now that they made his personality match his face. Yeah.
0: yeah. I love that he's cutting promos about, like, you all hate me because I'm ugly. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, you're pretty ugly, dude. <laughs> Yeah, but you have, like it's hard to root against him though. He's
3: pretty much correct on everything. Yeah. It's when the villains are the best.
0: Yeah, he's gonna have a great year. I think uh I'm or at least I'm hoping that Tozawa has a great year. He was awesome.
3: Yeah, I'm a, I'm a mark for that guy, and I don't know why. He's got just he seems really intense all the time. and was fucking awesome.
0: Yeah, it's a shame that they don't have Koda Ibushi in the mix
3: who's like the polar opposite. There's just smiley, happy, happy little Japanese kid that fucking flies around like a maniac.
0: I don't know <laughs> why they can't get to I don't know why they can't sign him. Probably just like a money and touring kind of a thing.
3: I mean, it's the WWE. They
0: can get him if they really want him. <laughs> they're like, come on. We're WWE. And he's like, yeah, I know, but... They're like, but we're WWE. <laughs> he's like, but yeah, I just don't really... And they're like, we're WWE. And he goes, all right. <laughs> They signed the paper, you know. No other cruiser meets really stand out to me, though, as far as that little section there. I I don't know. I've heard you marking pretty hard for Ho-Ho-Lun.
3: Was it Ho-Ho-Loon?
0: Ho-Ho-Loon. That's another one. I don't know if Ho-Ho is two separate words, or if it's hyphenated, or if it's capital H-O, capital H-O, or...
3: I've seen it as both. Well, on www.com, it's uh, capitalized both, I think. And one word? Uh, don't love it that much. I, just I, remember, I
0: haven't had a ho ho in a long time.
3: I didn't go recently. Is
0: fu- Vince is fucking racist ass, for? he did get Koda Ibushi when he got ho ho. <laughs> he probably says, like, ah, oh, that's a great job, Koda. And he's like, um, I'm ho ho loon. It's not even the same country. He's kind of like, ah, that's great, uh, Shinsuke. <laughs> ho hos one word with two H's uh, capitalized. Hmm. Ho ho. Ring loon. Oh, hol- loon.
1: Oh, Lugia? <laughs> Fucking nerd.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it took me a while to realize what he said. It took me a second like, to.
0: Oh, I was like, oh, wait a minute, you just throw out Lugia for no reason? Oh, ho, <laughs> oh, ho, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. All right, uh, mid Carter's main event people. I know one person people are talking about a lot is the Miz. I mean, you kind of can't yeah. necessarily say he's like going to have a standout year or break out because he's been actually. In the I years. beg
1: to differ that he is my one to watch for this. Give that year. man
0: a championship.
1: Yeah, I he's... think especially since he just dropped his title, I think he's going to be in the main event picture before we know it, and he I think he's going to get it. I think Hang he's going to get it, and I think he's going to hold it.
3: If he's in the main
0: event picture, that means AJ Styles isn't.
3: No, I don't like this plan.
0: <laughs> I used to say that Styles doesn't just turn babyface and feud with the masses a little bit more.
3: What I was thinking. I yeah. hope he doesn't turn to baby babyface. He's fucking golden as a heel right now.
0: Styles will probably just go
2: to Raw.
3: Yeah, he is. Back. He's so gonna put AJ on Raw.
0: Shit, they might just put The Miz on Raw the way that that is. Like, they tended every, uh, at least in the past, I don't know, maybe they're going to treat it differently, but every draft, they would go, that guy's doing great on SmackDown? Move him to Raw. And then Mm -hmm. they're like, oh, that guy's not doing much on Raw? Move him to SmackDown.
3: I fucking hated the draft. I always thought, oh, man, you only really moved five people over, and nothing really feels that different. I say they all get to pick over again each year, make it way more fun
0: be a lot better, too, when it comes to like balancing out everything instead of trying to do that stupid lottery well, thing. Exactly. Like sometimes
3: yeah, they swap the five guys here and there, but in that 12-month period in between, the rosters have gotten so unbalanced that you just can't do that.
0: Mm-hmm. In all be cases, one injury to throw everything off. Oh, yeah. like You fucking... Uh, yeah, yeah, out yeah, of the really
1: main event. Jesus.
0: Now, that's somebody who... I don't know... I don't know if they're going to be that willing to boost him up as I was thinking a couple months ago. I don't know why everyone's so eager for him to win the Royal Rumble. I don't want to see it. You know, it's gotten to a point now where I don't think he's going to win. Mm-hmm. Good. My, I still think Goldberg's
3: winning that thing, that or
0: Lesnar. My list, Uh, well, not like a couple months ago, but when they started doing everything with Kevin Owens and stuff, I thought it was like, okay, well, Finn Balor will win. And then I started going into, well, John Cena would win. Now that John Cena is in the title picture instead of the match, I gotta narrow it down to Undertaker or Chris Jericho. I think Jericho's winning it now.
3: Um I've got either Goldberg
0: or Brock Lesnar winning the Rumble, and whoever doesn't
3: win the Rumble wins the title at the mid pay per view and they main event mania for the title.
0: I hope that's not the case.
3: But it will be. No, not very, not the because they're getting paid the most money, so it will be.
1: What I like is that this year's Royal Rumble seems to be the most unpredictable in several years. The last couple of years, I think we've had it narrowed down to at least two people, and usually we kind of know who it's going to be. With this year, I'd say there's five or six people we could reasonably argue for.
0: Shit, last year, it was not only who's going to win it, but what we knew, number they're going to win. Exa- yeah,
1: we knew he was going to be
0: 30. <laughs> yeah, yep. That's like one of the worst out of all. It's like, okay, Triple H is winning at 30, next. Yep. To and be then, fair, though, you know, everybody...
3: Got a little excited when Dean Ambrose was in the final two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: That's yeah, seems like true. To tease you. Everybody got that glimmer of hope, so... that's well, the same glimmer of hope that happened when Santino and Del Rio were in the final two? I marked so hard <laughs> for that, and I still wouldn't have been against it. Everybody's just like, oh my god, if we have the option of Del Rio or Santino, please, Santino. I wonder how much complaints that would have gotten, though, because obviously everyone would be pissed because
3: Santino won the fucking Rumble.
0: I guarantee I would have written thing. an article about it being a weird choice, but at the same time, since I never liked Del Rio, would have been like, look, this makes no sense, but the alternative was Del Rio. So, yay! Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: And then you look back and realize that both Seamus and Del Rio are Rumble winners.
1: With, <laughs> Finn, Balor, with Finn Balor, we were bringing it's that back up. With Finn Balor winning the Royal Rumble and going on face Kevin Owens, like we were discussing in months past. I think it is a good story, but because he's been off TV so long, he's not fresh in people's mind. So I think it would feel rushed at this point to bring him back and all of a sudden put him in the main event picture. So I'm not as hot on that idea as I had been a few months I, ago. Hasn't
2: Finn Balor come out and said that he's not ready for the Royal Rumble. Well,
1: oh, I most don't know. Likely. Has he made an announcement?
2: I, th- I think I read that on his Twitter or an article or somewhere. I know I read it somewhere.
0: I'm not expecting him to come back now. I think that they would have maybe dropped a couple more teases. And the fact that they aren't doing Jericho versus Owens yet makes me think that that's happening at the WrestleMania. Because really, yeah, what other that... big story do they have for Kevin Owens to do? It's Finn Balor or it's uh, Chris Jericho. Because they've just done Rollins. They just did Reigns. So unless Finn Balor is ready to go and then they do Jericho versus Owens at uh, Fastlane... It's got to be Jericho Owens.
3: Jericho and Owens will happen at Mania, but it'll probably happen for the US title. Oh,
1: God. Mm. Yeah.
0: I'm still banking on Reigns going into WrestleMania as US champ.
1: Oh, right God, now, it's
0: know. starting to look like Reigns-Strowman uh, at Mania. I'm a little bit disappointed at that.
2: That could actually be a thing, actually. Whoever wins the Andre the, Bat- Andre the Giant Battle Royal versus the mid Card Champion on said show. So, like, you got Baron Corbin for the fucking Intercontinental fucking Braun Strowman for the US. And we can do it that way.
0: What? Like, during WrestleMania? Like, you win the one match? During WrestleMania.
2: Yeah, you win the one match and then you go on to face. Blah.
0: Maybe. Hey, it could be a way to build a little bit of something out of the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. This year they didn't do shit with Baron Corbin. Notice that he's not on uh, anybody's one to watch yet, unless Sean wants to throw out another idea from Baron Corbin.
3: I don't think he's going to have a bad year. I just don't think he's going to have like, an amazing year. Mid-card title, I think. Yeah, definitely. I yeah,
1: think he's that, the that, next that's
3: almost, that's almost got to happen Like based on where he is
0: on the roster right now. I'm picturing him being the one to beat Ambrose. Which, shit, that could happen at WrestleMania for all we know.
1: Yeah, I'd be okay with that.
0: But where are they going to have the seven-man ladder match for the IC title?
1: Oh, Jesus. They don't need to do that every fucking year.
3: Oh, yeah. They're totally going to do it. And then...
1: They probably are. You're right.
0: Money in the Bank should be there. I don't know why the fuck they need to do a ladder match for the IC title. Rumor now is that Money in the Bank is going to be a brand-exclusive event, which to me makes no sense.
3: Eh,
2: I'm fine
0: with it. For it to just be like, well, only SmackDown people can do it? Yeah. That's fucking stupid. I'm well, hoping that they readjust that, but or the rumor yeah, is just fine. fake, you know. Fine with it. it, wouldn't be a gimmick just for that
3: brand. We talk about brands needing something to make them exclusive all the time. Well, that can be their gimmick. Maybe Raw can have King of the Ring,
0: yeah. SmackDown's gimmick is blue, Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and used to be a fist. Well, I've got only one other name on my list as far as main roster people to look out for, and it's not even to like a major, major extent, but. I'm just going to put out my last guy here, then round out everything with you guys too. Uh, The only other person that I can see having a pretty decent year is Sami Zayn. I think that he's going to win a mid-card title, maybe possibly finally take that step up to the main roster as far as like a main event guy, because he's still just kind of been lingering, you know? He's not, he's a main roster guy, he's been there for a while, but he's never been treated like he graduated all that much, you know? Still sort of seems like an NXT guy to me. So this could be the year where Sami Zayn gets a little bit more responsibility on his shoulders. I think that he'll do okay. But if you're thinking he's going to win a world title, I don't think it's happening this year. No,
1: no way. That it's been course. really disappointing how they've been booking him, especially lately, just feeding him to Strowman. It does nothing for Sami Zayn. It depends okay, on
2: the roster. It depends where, where he is this time next year, I just would say. If he's on SmackDown, I can see him winning this title. Raw, he's got no
3: chance. Sami Zayn has consistently stayed in one position. He gets moments to shine, but pretty much the underdog all year round. And that's all he's ever going to be. And that's that's okay. what I was going to say. So how A do you build him up have. from here?
1: How do you build him up from this, Tony?
0: I think it all depends on what switches with the draft. Because I don't think okay. at this beginning of the year, I don't think this is going to be good to him. I think he's going to have, like, a a moment to shine in the Royal Rumble and get tossed out, and people will be like, oh, man, I thought that he could have fought uh, Owens at WrestleMania. It's like, that ain't happening. And I think at WrestleMania, he's not going to be a priority. He's going to either be in that seven-man ladder match or he's going to be in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. No separate feud, nothing like that. But post-Mania, when they start bringing in NXT guys and stuff, they might start swapping people around a little bit. And then I think... You got to look for him as like U.S. champ. I they don't even... think he
3: gets that. I think he gets the cruiserweight title before he gets the U.S. title.
0: Maybe they could move him over to the cruiserweight. He, is he... Dude's a fucking
3: cruiserweight. If fucking Neville's a cruiserweight, he's a cruiserweight. And honestly, Finn Balor's a cruiserweight and shouldn't be wrestling for the WWE title.
0: Who's a cruiserweight? Finn Balor. Uh, oh, Balor. He's a fucking Sam cruiserweight. If you're Sam gonna Sam have a heavyweight, billed at two twelve, but they get there's a lie. Yeah. Right. And Finn Balor is built at 190. Wow. Oh,
1: wow.
3: Wait, Finn Balor's built at 190. Wow. Yeah. That is, there's no way they'd do that. That's an error. What a skinny little shit.
1: What is he, 5'6 or something?
3: 190. I thought he said 290.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ. No. 5'11. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs>
0: It'd be great if they were st- the 290.
3: I still
2: can see Xavier Woods dropping down to the Cruiserweight Division winner.
0: Fin in butter range,
3: yeah. And it doesn't hmm. even matter what they're billed as. Before they started that shit in the cruiserweight classic, what they used to do in pro wrestling is lie.
0: Yeah. And with this lie, they could wrestle at whatever weight class they wanted to. It'd be Great if they were just like our newest addition to 205 live, Kevin Owens,
1: <laughs> Samoa Joe.
3: Hey, shit, Samoa Joe is exhibition champion. I was like, it's not a cruiserweight division. Just every, or it's just a belt that only the cruiserweights and Samoa Joe wrestle for.
0: What is Nia Jax's build weight? 272. Ooh. Damn, that's a thick ass. <laughs> Not like most girls. She'll suffocate you in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, anybody else have any other main roster people that a potential one to watch?
1: I would hope Cesaro, but I don't have much confidence in that. I like what they've been doing with him lately in the tag team division, but I don't really have much confidence of him in a singles run.
0: Maybe Money in the Bank?
1: Uh, even that, I think, is a stretch right now. He goes
0: to SmackDown at some point. You got to think, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's got to go to SmackDown with that next draft. He might do well there, depending on who they keep down. Oh man, him and
3: Styles for a title—that would have been awesome. But they're so going to bring Styles up to Raw. Hmm. He'd benefit from being on that brand right now. He's a main eventer if he goes over right now.
0: Cesaro, yeah. Yeah. I mean, who else they got? I would just not want to see Cesaro versus The Miz. I don't think that that feud would work out that well. I think Miz would just outshine him so much on the mic, and Cesaro would just kind of be like, yeah, well, I I got a suit. Yeah, too. but during that
3: intercontinental feud that involved The Miz and Cesaro and all the other guys, go- and was it Zayn and Owens? That
0: whole fucking feud was fun, so I think they could work some stuff together. That was a great match, too. Mm-hmm. I think that made my top ten. I remember for sure.
1: Miss has been all... killing
0: Fuck, yeah, Miz is my one to watch easy. <laughs> yeah.
1: Copycat.
3: <laughs> I mean, shit. Just, like, it's awesome. He really <laughs> is fucking awesome. He fucking basically ripped Daniel Bryan a new asshole and made indie wrestling fans like The Miz and side with him over Daniel Bryan.
2: That would never him... fucking happen. Oh, did you see his new promo on Smack? I'm talking Smack last, last
0: yeah, week. Yeah, when he flipped out this week, that was great, too. Oh, shit, I got not to catch up on, then. He was just like, I'm so goddamn sick of this shit. <laughs> you can tell he wanted the curse. It's like, yeah. oh, fuck fuck! <laughs> if he comes out next week and just slaps her <laughs> in <laughs> uh wait, go, any other people we haven't mentioned? Can I say AJ Styles again?
3: Sure, why not. AJ Styles again. Dude is gonna, uh... He might be old. But I think he's still got a lot more bombs left in him, so expect him to be in the main event for a couple more years.
0: We all liked Styles versus Nakamura from the beginning of 2016, so maybe we're going to like Styles again versus Nakamura again.
3: I just keep keep finding it funny that we have the match of the year like four days in.
0: (laughs) I I, I probably wouldn't have put that as my match of the year if we counted non-WWE stuff. I still think I would have gone with WWE things, but it was a great match.
3: I mean, you're wrong, but that's okay.
0: <laughs> Sean, any other people to round out here for the main roster?
2: Uh, I got Byron Corbin again. <laughs> His promo that I cut the other day on SmackDown, that, that's what made me go, oh, right, yeah, this guy's, this guy's improved a hell of a lot.
0: Hmm.
2: And uh, heel Dolph Ziggler, that's a thing.
0: Yeah, he is Depend- seemingly turning heel now.
2: Depending on how they book it. I'd like to. I think that would be interesting to watch.
0: Interesting, his cute,
3: his future is a mid-card title feud, which he'll lose. Probably. Uh, but and
2: yeah, you, I, think, I think I'm done. Miz is might want to
0: watch you. Miz is getting a lot of love here, and well deserved too. That guy is just killing it, man. He's out of anybody who's benefited from this draft. It's been the Miz the most, by far. Mm-hmm. People are jumping on like the Miz bandwagon
3: recently. Just saying, here on Smart Moment, we were fucking praising him years ago.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been consistently supporting the Miz.
3: We like, a... oh,
0: I fucking hate the Miz, the real world reject. And we're like, fucking watch out, man! You give him a mic. It's not just if you give him a mic. The guy can go in the ring. He has been able to go in the ring.
3: But if you give him fucking John Cena, no, he's not gonna have a five match, a five star classic. He needs guys that can work. But mm-hmm. the dude can go in the ring. And he's reliable as was, far as
1: injuries
2: go. This was yeah. when I come back to watch wrestling in the first place. It was not WrestleMania.
3: So suck
1: it. And his last la- his if uh wrestled
3: John Cena now, but that'd be a lot better match than what they had at WrestleMania. Uh, yeah. Both guys are so much better.
0: Yeah.
1: And his championship run was I'm looking up, it was six years ago. I couldn't remember how many years ago it was. Six years ago. Wow. So it's still not you know completely crazy. He's not an old by any means. But it's also not stale. It's not like we've seen him hold that title, the championship title, several times over the last few years. So I think, I think it would be great title to see him. Hold
3: it. Runs are amazing, though. I mean, even before that, think to his US title run that he had, that he dropped to Daniel Bryan. Yeah. It was one of the, my favorite mid card title runs. And he still had us for this IC belt. I and mean,
2: now he's put back on Dean Ambrose, and that IC belt is just going to fucking flounder. It's going to be fucking awful.
0: Yeah, All depends on how they want to feel with him
3: wins the title, and it's still a rough It's gonna for be
2: Kiel versus Dean Ambrose, fucking Bell, some shit. Gonna...
3: Might be. It does sound kind of lame, to be honest.
0: I mean, we'll have she, to see.
3: Dean Ambrose has had a like rough half year, end of the year for me. I've really not been into him.
0: Well, everybody, make sure you leave your comments oh, below. I forgot.
2: I forgot about Seth Rollins. How could we forget about Seth? He's gonna I come, still like him. He's gonna come out shining when he beats Triple H at WrestleMania, it's gonna be class. And yeah. then he's gonna I don't have a whole lot of draft, faith in Rollins doing Then he's anything gonna be special. drafted over to SmackDown, and then SmackDown's gonna be fucking amazing.
3: Is he skipped a bit in the ring?
2: Uh,
3: Rollins? I, Something he I, seems I, off. I he seems so. slower at least.
2: I think so, because whenever he If you notice now, when he jumps off the top rope, he always checks his knee, he always holds his knee to make sure it's like...
3: That could just be him selling, because he knows it's a good um, thing for storytelling, but he just seems slower. I don't think he's gonna have a good year. I think he's gonna maybe, like, have a brief title run, but
0: nothing special. Again, that draft, man, that that could change things all up. (laughs) Then again, if you put him on SmackDown right now, he's instantly a huge guy. He's the top guy, then. Like... Mm. Well, outside of John Cena uh, or so, well, in that case third yeah <laughs> alright guys that's what I was saying a minute ago make sure you leave your comments below tell us what you think are the different people that could end up being the one to watch for this year either for NXT, developmental, main roster women's division, men's division, cruiserweights blah 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 uh, we're going to continue on in the next part here So click on uh, that if you are on YouTube for the future endeavors forecast. If you're listening on iTunes and Stitcher, then you don't have to do anything because it's all going to be in one collective file. But that's going to be the flip side of things. Instead of talking about the people that we think are going to have great years, we think uh, we're going to start going with the people that we think are going to end up being fired, released, forced to retire, injured, and taken out of the commission or anything else like that. So stay tuned, everybody. That's coming up next. Welcome back to part two of our two-part 2017 predictions that we've got going on here for Smart Out Moment Moments Smack Talk podcast for the week. We just took care of the one to watch, which is multiple different people that could be the one to watch for this year, different people that we think are going to have breakout or standout years. So we need to kind of go on the opposite perspective here, do a 180 turn and talk about the ones that we think are going to be in such poor shape in one way or another that they're not going to be in the company by 2018. Now, that could be a couple different ways. One thing is, of course, the most standardized future endeavor released where they just get fired, you know, they're forced to quit, whatever the case may be, but maybe they do quit on their own accord. Maybe they get injured and they're forced to retire or something else that could be in the mix like that, a contract dispute, whatever, that's all going to be factored in here. So we're basically just going to be talking about the people who might not be in the company for the entirety of 2017. And I'm going to throw out a name that I threw out last year, and I am 100% shocked that they are not fired yet. How is Rosa Mendez still on the goddamn roster?
1: Yeah, every time I see her name listed, I think it's a mistake. There's no way. She's got uh, to be she, think getting the axe. She's
0: the new JTJ. Uh, they just don't know. She's fucking employed. <laughs> and that might be the case, though, because she has literally done nothing. And that's not even just going like oh you know she only wrestled a match this year no she has done nothing this year she well, was I doubt only... she's making that much money I mean like if you don't work you don't get paid well she's got to have some kind of a contract that she's getting paid at least a little bit and you know what I'd rather well, yeah pay but it's that not like people any people that are setting up the ring you know at least it's they're not doing any, like it's not like any real money though I mean if you hear these guys
3: they don't get paid unless they work the shows there's only like it's pretty much pittance what they're getting otherwise
0: even as far as just listing her as an employee to me, seems kind of shitty because she's not doing total divas. She's not wrestling. She's not doing a backstage interviewer thing. She's not a valet anymore. The maternity leave, okay, I can understand that they would keep her while she's doing the maternity leave, but she still could have done some things that weren't physical activities during that time. Whether it was Remember like, when she was with Epico and Primo and she was hot? Oh, God, that was the best part that she ever did in the company. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I don't even remember her doing any kind of, like, WWE network content where she's doing interviews. And that is not something that they can go, well, you know, she's got the maternity leave thing and she can't sit on a stool or in a chair. So, at this point, you know, just you're back in the shape, or at least from what it seems, she's back in the shape. She's got the kid all sorted out. Just either get released and move on to another career, modeling or be a stay-at-home mom. That's the best thing that she could do if she is able to so she can raise her kid the right way and stuff instead of, you know, being touring all the time with WWE and stuff. But she has to be released this year. It has to be an instance where her contract comes up and they don't renew it. What does does she she bring to the
1: company? Nothing.
0: Yeah, there's only one other person, I'll get to him in a minute, that I think has to be released, and the other ones are sort of up in the air. But Rosa is is 100%. Unless she comes back and she has been training as a wrestler or something, or she's got some other role, I can't imagine there being any circumstance that they keep her on the payroll. Some
2: other role, huh? Oral is a role.
0: <laughs> okay, but... Um... <laughs> Anybody wanna go next or should I pitch my other guy that I think is a guarantee?
3: Go on, what do you got?
0: Tyson Kidd. I got Tyson Kidd. Nope, not until he's clear. not until he's hailed up, they won't do it. You don't think that they're gonna just kinda of let his contract expire?
3: Nope, they don't want the press.
0: Hmm, At least not I, till that
3: fucking lawsuit goes
0: away. I got a feeling with Natalia being in the company, Tyson Kidd would be willing to admit that he just can't wrestle anymore and it wouldn't be a problem. You know, like he uh, just so kind of out on Twitter.
3: He's pissed off because he thinks they're trying to uh, hide his situation. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think they're going to release him. I think they're just going to keep him under contract so things stay smooth with Natty and so that he doesn't jump on this lawsuit that uh, WWE is currently combating.
2: I just, NXT commentator or something, to be
0: fair. I just changed your opinion, didn't I? A, a, not so much that I would take him off my list but now it's not as much of a guarantee yeah I can't see him doing commentary though Sean I, he's not charismatic well then they've put other people in there you know fucking Mike Adam Lee was in there so and Todd oh, Kershame- so no I'm <laughs> to <commentary. laughs> about to tongue. could kid potentially work in some kind of like trainer role without actually stepping in the ring you think
1: I'm not seeing it.
0: Did he get injured? I mean, like, just not being able to to wrestle with the other
1: people. Like, take um, bumps.
0: Like, does Regal take bumps? Uh, Regal can take bumps,
1: from what I know. I think he's so good.
0: What about... He's taking um, minimal bumps lately. Uh, Brookside, does he take bumps?
3: He should be able to take bumps. I doubt he does. I imagine he could tell the younger guy to do.
0: Because maybe Kid would be one of those, like, advisor roles kind of thing. That could be a way for them to keep him in, because he is a good wrestler, so... He could do that. He's certainly not going to teach them how to, like, you know, work on the character development or to, you know, like do any of that kind of stuff. But he could be a valuable asset, maybe like that, as long as it's not a whole physical problem with that kind of side of things. But yeah, all right. He's not a guarantee. Let's <laughs> we'll toss out some other names there. We got Kaelin. Anybody that stands out to you as somebody who could be fired or released or anything else like that this year?
1: Well, we brought it up in the other podcast. Uh, Hideo Tommy, I think, is a name yep. that I would not be surprised if he were no longer with the company a year from now. It was, and it's so disappointing too, because he had such a presence behind him when he made his debut not that long ago. And he was in that thing with Finn Balor, and it was a really good match. And then he got injured, and he was away for two years or something like that, it seemed. And no, now. It was- There's a
3: counter-argument being thrown around as to why that shouldn't be a strike against him, and I want to see if you guys think there's any validity to it. The last injury he got was because he was wrestling some new guy in the NXT roster, and people are arguing at this point he should be on the main roster and not fighting a bunch of scrubs that are going to get him hurt.
0: I don't think that has a lot of weight to it, because who's to say he would have just gotten injured by a main roster guy, you know? Mm -hmm. Main roster people get injured all the time. Uh, Seth Rollins... Got injured in a match with Kane. Kane's trustworthy.
3: It's just a unique argument that you don't see thrown around too much, and I was always entertaining it, but at the same time, I am just like, yeah, but
0: it's an excuse. You've, been, you, you've, you've disappeared for so
3: long; kind of hard not to hold
0: it against you. And you know what bugs me a little bit? I don't know if they have the same mentality with this. I would if I were in the company, but and this isn't supposed to come off as like a xenophobic kind of thing or something like that. But it was You're just xenophobic. This- David Tommy's been a part of this roster for a while. He doesn't seem like he's been improving his English. I got a feeling he's not really trying as hard as he could be. And if I'm looking at this as like, we hired this guy to be a big star and he's spent the majority of his career on the injured reserve list. And then he's still just not even like his character hasn't changed. He hasn't, I mean, what was the difference between today with Tommy coming back Versus the way that he left. He started doing the GTS. That's it. And yeah. that he could have just done from the very beginning. They just let him do it now. That's that the language call. is
3: complex. So maybe he just doesn't get it. But you think with all this time that he's had off, that
0: would be of the main focus. Right. That's like, that's not something that he can't work on. And it wasn't like he was off for a couple of weeks. He was off for what? A, a year, year and a half. It seemed.
1: It was at least a year and a half. I would say.
0: So that should have been, you know, he's not gonna speak it like it's his first language, but shit. After a while you should at least improve, and I hadn't. I mean, lessons on top of living and breathing
3: the culture around you, he should have picked up some more. Right. You'd think at least. I mean, it's hard to say. It's like English is a bitch of a language to learn.
0: Yeah, it makes no sense it's... in a lot of different ways. So you you gotta give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt, but I mean you throw in the injured stuff, you throw in not learning English language better like that. I wouldn't be shocked if they looked at him as like another wasted opportunity like what the original Sin Cara was.
3: Well, his career parallels Sin Cara, the original Sin Cara is so much. You've got this uh, foreign guy with a huge following that can deliver in the ring. He gets to your roster. He doesn't deliver in the ring. He constantly gets hurt. Um, the only difference spending- is today,
0: Tommy's not getting into fights.
3: The only, the only difference is they can't put a fucking mask on someone Actually. to pretend to be Hideo Itami.
0: <laughs> they just do what we were talking about in the other podcast where Vince McMahon doesn't know because he's just like this old blind man tied to the different uh, ethnicities and stuff. And they're like, yeah, no, that was Hideo Itami. And he's like, all right, fine.
3: I used to because he's a blind old man. I was just going with the fact that he's probably a fucking racist. Yeah,
0: that's what I mean, though. Blind as far as <laughs> like culturally... Uh, Oh, okay, then I'll let you off the hook. But maybe even blind when it comes to eyesight, I don't know. Getting up there in age. Yeah, Hideo Tommy, though, that makes a lot of sense. Caitlin, you were the one that pitched that one out, right? Yeah. Do yep. you have any other ones that you want to toss out? Yeah, I got to
1: say one pair that I think, I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking. It hasn't worked. Darren Young and Bob Backlund. I would say at least Bob Backlund. Get him off TV right now. He's not doing anything for anybody.
2: Bob Backlund's great, though. He's great television
1: Oh, I love him. I think he's great, but they are not utilizing him very well. I, I think he has potential there, but yeah, I don't. I don't really think. I don't like what they're doing.
0: What's a little <laughs> bit weird for me to tweak that Bob Backlund might not is if they transition him to just a standard ambassador role, and he's still technically under contract. You know what I mean? But would be okay I don't with Yeah, he could get
3: like on a Legends deal like uh, Jerry Lawler's is going to be.
0: Right. I don't think that Backlund will actually be on screen towards the end of 2017
3: though. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he's already on
0: just a Legends deal where they just bring him in when they
3: want to.
0: Maybe. He's probably not even under a full-time contract. I would doubt that he'd be doing like live events and stuff. That's a little bit too much for somebody that old. But he's definitely on my list. Another person that I think uh, technically you can count it, although it's not really like a release release, Chris Jericho at some point is going to leave. We know that.
1: But weren't we saying that this time last year?
3: Yeah, yeah. but... I mean, he's even said he's going to leave when said. he doesn't want to do it anymore. He's got that benefit of just being able to come and go as he pleases, and right now he's having a good
0: time. Didn't they yeah, actually Fuzzy's book boring. a Fozzie tour, though, for after yeah. WrestleMania?
2: I think that's why you're...
3: Yeah, yes, but is anyone gonna actually turn up for a fuzzy concert? I mean, oh. all ten of their fans are going to be disappointed if he cancels, but <laughs> I mean, he only dabbles with the <laughs> <laughs> stuff.
0: uh anybody else that you had?
1: Yes, I would have to say Epico and Primo, this whole timeshare salesman thing, it's ridiculous. They need to repackage them or just keep them off TV or something. Their status as jobbers right now isn't helping them. It's not helping the people they face because anybody can beat them. It doesn't matter. It doesn't really benefit anybody. Besides Epcot and Primo, I'd also have to say the Villains. What the hell happened to those guys?
0: I wouldn't go the full Villains, but I definitely think Simon Gotch could be on the chopping block. I think you're
3: making up a lot of that hate on Simon Gotch in your own head.
0: I hope that's not my guy. You want
3: to like know why he takes all the pins? Because psychology says the smaller guy takes all the pins.
0: Yeah, but he's getting treated like shit, though, with that. Like, he got eliminated from that Royal Rumble, or not the Royal Rumble, the Battle Royal, within right. like three seconds flat. Because Vince doesn't get the
3: gimmick. They're just a fucking goofy comedy job attack team to them. That's all they are. And he's the smaller and, of the two guys, so he's going to take all the pins and he's going to
1: lose more than Aiden is. It's not and good. that sucks because I liked what they were doing back in NXT. But that's another case of bringing them up to the main roster and not getting the attention that they need.
3: I think there is a, I do think there's an unfair expectation that NXT roster guys should be getting major attention. Obviously, they're worthy of more than what they've been given. But I think I I keep hearing that recently. Are they just going to be like those certain NXT guys that sank? Not all of them are going to make it on the main well, road. Well,
1: no, I don't think necessarily should be shoehorned into the main event picture or anything like that or the tag team picture or whatever is applicable. But I think that they should have a certain level of respect, especially if they were former champions down in NXT. They shouldn't just be jobbed out week after week. They should want be, a be a, better
0: book than the hype bros.
1: Do you want to be a big fish in a small pond?
0: Big fish, big fish. Yeah. Good movie. If we're talking about NXT tag teams coming up to the main roster and getting treated like shit. I'll put your name out here, Connor. Uh,
1: yeah, I was yeah. going to say the
2: Ascension,
0: yeah. I don't think the full Ascension, though. I think that they might keep Victor and try to do something with him, but Connor has two wellness policy violations, one more suspension, and he's gone. He is I've gotta, the bigger I've gotta, of the I've two. I'm going to for Conor fucking release.
1: <laughs> yeah, put Victor and Aiden English together. There you go. Oh, no, don't do the that. As or...
0: Oh, as God, as I don't know. Imagine Victor trying to do that. The Ascended Villains.
1: Yep.
0: The Dissension. Yeah, I think Connor could be... I, this, one thing I gotta preface the, a lot of this with is, I don't think necessarily all these people will be released, like, as a, you know, that they're gonna go out of their way to, like, we need to fire that fucker. But if they come to a point in the year where they go, well, we need to cut a little bit of costs, these are the people that are gonna be like, well, Connor's been doing shit, like... He could have been fired when he was Conor O'Brien with the NXT thing before he could have been fired when he was Conor O'Brien with even backing further with uh, the NXT thing when they had the the coaches with Del Rio, when he's just sniffing cheese and stuff like that. Like, that was awful. And he's really not that much better. So I can't imagine them investing too much into the future of Conor. Now, the two wellness policy violations are like the big red flags out of everything. And Victor, he's kind of just getting treated like crap. By proxy, I think a little bit of that, kind of like in English, a little bit like we were just saying.
3: Sean, you got anybody? So you in- agree that you did just make it all up, and in Aiden English is just <laughs> getting jumped out as much. Cool, got it. I got a few names <laughs> out there.
2: I even, Do I uh, tell him? <laughs> Uh Yeah, um, Titus O'Neil. I reckon he's he's gonna
0: he's gonna be gone. Yeah, he's, he's going I, I
2: I just don't think he's got a place on the roster, you know. Uh, Apollo Cruz, I think he's he's another one that's floundered. I can see them. That's just a failed project, in my opinion. And uh, on Blake and Murphy.
0: That's a little tough. I don't think Blake and Murphy are gonna go, but Blake. Blake might. I think Murphy's gonna come up to the main roster, actually.
2: Which one is Shaggy and uh, Alexa Bliss? Murphy. Ah, uh, Murphy's going to have the job.
0: Oh, he'll job. He'll be one of those people that moves up to the main roster and just becomes a jobber, I think. Blake is with Sarah Lee. And they, they released her. But I think he's going to stick around the next day at the very least. Because they're not a tag team anymore, so they don't need to bring them both up at the same time. I don't know. I- I think you're going
3: to see a year of very, very few releases.
0: I can see that being the case.
3: Just because of the draft and how often the injury rates uh been. But I just think they're going to be very hesitant to let anyone go.
1: Yeah, the rosters are very thin.
3: I think, also- they're going to, I think people are going to get cut more based on um, actions they do inside and outside of the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, and on that note, my one to be uh, released is Paige.
0: Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Forgot about
1: Paige. I forgot about that too.
0: Ooh, I gotta add that into the mix somewhere on here. I'd
1: say that's a guarantee.
0: Paige is yeah, she's real up there. She's got to be on that watch list. Cadeo's the only one that I'm confident
3: is a current active wrestler that's gonna get released just for the sole purpose of they're not getting their money for him. Um, pages a cunt. <laughs> that,
2: that's because she's a woman.
0: Yeah, we got we're sensing a running theme here, Sean. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I'm happily married and shit, so speak for yourself, dude. (laughs) The views of Sean Walker do not reflect the views of other panelists (laughs) on Smarkout movement. I
1: don't know, with opinions like that though, I'm surprised that he has so much trouble in the romance department. That's surprising.
0: (laughs) Uh, Speaking of somebody though, the actions might lead them down to a bad path. It might not end up being into a problem this year, but maybe. Bo Dallas and Sin Cara. Sin Cara has gotten into a lot of fights Uh, under both fucking names. Two people have been under that Sin Cara mask, and they both have had problems backstage with people. The last that we had heard of, the Unico version, the guys in anger management classes, how much longer are they going to want to keep him around? We already have Callisto, Lince Dorado, and uh, Grand Metalik as masked people. So it's not now, like they've got a deficit of that, and they need to make sure they have at least one masked guy around, you know? Now,
3: the most recent Sin Cara has been in a fight with two people, right? Simon Gotch and Chris Jericho. At least for 2016. Now, Simon Gotch apparently is ruffling feathers, at least according to uh, TonyScoops.com. And the, and the other guy had gotten a fight with um, Brock Lesnar. I don't think Sin Cara's in that bad uh, situation.
0: Maybe I think he's
3: just... just uh, I think he's just crossed very aggressive people. I don't think he's in any, any more issues than
0: those guys are. What about Bo Dallas, though? I mean, he's somebody who's been a jobber since you know the very beginning, and he's got that whole that's drunken up. flight problem. And
3: his dad, j- his dad's a road agent, and his brother's in the company. So no,
1: that's exactly what I was going to say. Because of his family relations, I don't think they're going to release him anytime soon. I think that's going to go a long way in his career.
0: I go? Who uh, are some other people you got? No one. no one. actually. It's going to be a very, very
3: basic year for releases. Today is a possibility page is a guarantee. I
2: got another name, if you want one. Sure. James Ellsworth!
0: No, he's sticking I, around. Uh, they just I, signed
2: him. I reckon six months down the line. They're not going to see any value in him in six months. They're just going to be like, uh.
0: I would assume they signed him to at least a one-year deal. And he'll be around until they release him sometime in 2018, maybe. But maybe even longer than that. This dude could be around for a long time. They can make him the new Santino. It's not going to be as good, but...
2: Well, he is doing that thing with Tom Miller at the
0: moment, so, yeah. Jealous?
2: Yes, I is.
0: <laughs> I would watch out for Summer Rae. I think that her injury has been going on for a long, long time, and she might quit as opposed to being released.
3: I thought she was doing well in NXT, or is that just... or she just been injured this whole time? No, she's been completely just off you, with an injury, sure
2: neck or something.
3: She's pretty talented, though. I'd
0: hate to see her get released. I think she's a very underrated performer. You'd pay to see her get released. Hmm. I say <laughs> that does that make released. any sense? Did I say that? Yeah, yeah. you'd pay. You'd pay to see, to see her get released. No, I said
3: I'd
1: hate to see her get released. Oh, no, it sounded like oh, I that's said, what I hate. thought too.
3: I'm still thinking to myself. I did not say pay. I mean, rewatch <laughs> we it, Wego. Rewatch it. I might listen to it. They See, start I subscribe, to subscribe at the same time. <laughs> I subscribe to the iTunes feed, which you can all do, and leave a review.
0: Yes, you should. And that review better be positive. If you're thinking about leaving a negative one, don't leave a review. <laughs> so no, if you're, you... well, don't leave a review because at this point, Sean's probably offended you. Yeah, that's true you can direct all hate towards Shaughnessy2k37 at Twitter? <laughs> or, or <you laughs> no, they just, can't, because I don't think can... anyone knows how to spell Shaughnessy. Or you can just like <laughs> everybody else
2: has been doing recently and uh, text in my WhatsApp on 07583022147.
3: Without looking, to anybody that's never gone and checked out Shaun's stuff, just type see how you think it's spelled. Yeah, leave that I, comment. I, I ge-
1: in I the comments below, yeah.
3: I generally want to see how many people think. <laughs>
1: I think there's an because, N in there somewhere.
0: Like, I have no fucking idea. Pretty sure there's a 4, too. S-H-A-U-G-H-N-E-S-S-Y.
3: Yeah, and that'd be great if they could fucking hear you, dude. Get a better twiddle hander.
0: Twitter Twiddle? twiddle? <laughs> yeah, get one of those, two. Get one of them Twiddle twiddles. hander. I would pay to see you get a twiddle. I'd pay to see you get a twiddle. Nothing wrong
2: with my twiddle handle, all right?
0: Yeah, except nobody can fucking spell it.
2: Ah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs>
0: no way, I'm Online, right? Uh, tell us that I another name here. I think we could have a Cal Bishop situation when it comes to Sawyer Fulton. That guy has been going through a bunch of different gimmicks in NXT, and none of them have worked, and now he's injured again. They put him into sanity, and very quickly into sanity, he gets injured and they need to replace him with Big Damo or Big Damo. I don't know how to pronounce that for sure. So Sawyer Fulton, they might just kind of cut the... Ties and just go, look, dude, we tried over and over again. You're not getting anywhere. Fuck you. You're done. And maybe the same thing for Angelo Dawkins, because he's going nowhere either. And those two were a tag team for a while. So they could have been just paired up as like those two guys that are going to go nowhere in the next bunch of years. But I think that those are two people that can end up being the case. I still got to go with my number one out of everybody is Rosa Mendez. Now that we did the whole discussion about Tyson Kidd. And I forgot about Paige. I think Paige might be number two. Tyson Kidd mm-hmm. might be number three. I don't know. But Hideo Tommy's in that mix, too. So if you had to pick one person for sure that you would say, uh, Wego, you've got Paige was your guarantee, right? It's easy. I don't even think there's a competition between her and Rosa. And, Sean, your one guarantee?
2: My one guarantee
3: probably will be Tyson O'Neill.
0: Tyson O'Neal? <laughs> yeah,
3: who's well, that? I hope Like That's one guy I'd love to see off TV, or at least on developmental so I don't have to watch him on the main roster.
1: Is that Titus O'Neil or Tyson Kidd? Tyson
0: O'Neil. Tyson O'Neil. You're going to find him on Twiddle.
3: Yeah, on Twiddle. Titus (laughs) (laughs) O'Kidd.
0: Kaelin, who's your number one to watch out for as far as Future Devers forecast goes? Hey, Paige. See ya! See See ya! Alright guys, leave your comments below. Tell us who you think can end up being fired, released, retired, injured, and out of the mix in whatever case that uh, is, depending on the particular person. If there's anybody that we haven't mentioned in particular, throw out the idea that, you know, what if somebody's like oh, I think that they're going to release Sami Zayn or some shit, because who knows? But Last thing for us to do here for this edition for the future of Everest forecast and the one to watch is to just uh, give you guys some plugs to watch out for in the future. Kalen, anything you want to toss out?
1: Yeah, you can check me out on Twitter at Kalen Ferris and make sure you check out Northwest Ohio wrestling on Facebook.
0: We Follow me
3: at Stephen Wego on Twitter or Twiddle. (laughs) Um, That's where you'll find all my projects coming up, such as UD MMA or any other returning podcasts, hint, hint. And. Follow Sean if you can spell his. Sean, spell yours.
2: <laughs> S-H-A-U-G-H-N-E-S-S-Y-2-K-3-7. That is my Twitter.
3: And Are you sure you uh, he sounded hesitant? hesitant? Yeah, you know, I have, I have, to, I have
2: to think about spelling it. Right? It's a very long word. And uh, Twitch, uh, I'm going to be streaming uh, Resident Evil 7 and Simpsons Hit and Run this, this week. So check me out on that.
3: You know, your fucking mic gets clearer as you say your plugs, imagine that.
2: <laughs> ah well, you know. I learned how to point it. <laughs> what bird?
0: Alrighty, for my side of the plugs, everybody check out everything on fanboysanonymous.com. Hit up the YouTube channel, subscribe to that over there, as well as the Facebook and Twitter accounts. Go to smartcountmoment.com for more articles and everything else that we have just on the website side of things. As far as the YouTube channel goes, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit that little bell notification as well. That way you'll know exactly when we upload new videos, because I'm not too sure when we're going to figure out this whole reformatting the schedule thing, but... That's the best way to ensure that you get notified of when we do post new videos, whenever that is. Next week, we're going to be doing our usual hot tags and IWC outreach, but our main event is most likely going to be a SMARC announce table. We're going to do an audio commentary for the 1997 Royal Rumble, so stay tuned for that if you're interested in hearing us talk about anything else that's happening during that whole stretch of time. And uh, mailbag questions are going to be coming up, I think, the week after that, as well as probably a Sporkle quiz. So that's some stuff to look forward to before we get into our predictions for NXT TakeOver San Antonio and the Royal Rumble. Hopefully going to do another Royal Rumble predictions contest. Haven't sorted that out yet either. We got a couple of weeks though to figure that out. But for now, that's going to do us in for the one to watch and the future endeavor forecast for 2017. This has been another SmartCout moment, and we're being counted out. Ah!